Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Hello, everybody. Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden, The Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show, The Truth Straight Up, brought to you by... The Truth Straight Up, brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese Medicine, along with HappyTrees.co. So today, we just got have a lot of things to talk about, no guests, so I want to invite everybody, if you're watching on Zoom, feel free to either type in the comments, and we'll be sure to read the comments, or unmute yourself, and you can pop on in. Um, If you want to call in, 888 888- Six two seven six zero zero eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. But why did I start? I mean, we're going to talk about Biden. We're going to talk about Mike Pence. We're going to talk about all um, our favorite people. All of our favorite people, vaccines, stuff. You name. It. Yeah, really, all of our favorite people. Um, but why did I start off with this story? I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, but it is to me one of the reasons we don't have a ring doorbell. Um, there was a guy. His name was Brandon Jackson. And he had a smart home, right? He had Amazon, Alexa, the ring, the doorbell, all that kind of stuff, right? Everything in his home was was interconnected, which I can see where it would make life easy. But he found out the hard way that maybe there are some downsides to that. He, um, his entire smart home system shut down everything shut down um and when he he couldn't figure out why right so when he called to say why is my whole thing shut down that now it's not like he actually talked to a person right but he got a response that said well he had made a racist comment to an amazon delivery guy now he could prove that wasn't true because again they had all the surveillance video essentially and that's the thing i think we don't think of it as surveillance video but it is surveillance video it took him a week to get everything turned back on. And and they never said sorry. They never said anything. And they never sent him a notification that that's what they, they were turning punish the, uh, the delivery person. Well, exactly. well, maybe when you get right down to it, maybe it didn't even make the complaint, right? Oh, maybe, a, yeah. maybe Alexa just didn't like him. Um, but the, there was a guy whose name is Lewis Rossman. He had a great deal on it on his YouTube channel. So I want to play. He kind of walks us through what happened and how the guy could prove that no one in his house made some racist comment to some Amazon delivery guy. Thomas, if we could please play Amazon number one. When I asked what time the alleged incident occurred, I realized it was practically impossible for anyone in my house to have made those comments as nobody was home around that time, approximately 6.05 p.m. I reviewed the footage and confirmed that no such comments had been made. Instead, the Eufy doorbell had issued an automated response. Excuse me, can I help you? The driver, who was walking away and wearing headphones, must have misinterpreted the message. Nevertheless, by the following day, my Amazon account was locked and all my Echo devices were logged out. Let me be clear. Well, yeah, the black, yeah, the black head. So, so I mean, this guy, I, I, you wouldn't think that they could do that, but they can do they that. Can. And of course they can. I did a story years ago on the Internet of Things and we were doing a story. Do you guys remember the Teddy Ruxpin? They were a kid's toy and it would say things like it, the the early version, it would just repeat what you said, which was really annoying because if you would say, Jenny, make your bear shut up, the bear would go, Jenny, make your bear shut up. But the newer versions had ones that were connected to the Internet. So your kid could ask it. It's kind of like AI chat to yeah, a certain right. extent, right? 
And we were doing a story, and this is years ago. And back then, before the left decided they wanted to monitor us and take over everything, um, they, um, the, the people I was interviewing, these tech experts said, yeah, really, this is a bad idea. You, yeah. you know, you've got, you've got smart TVs. Cause they said, number one, your bear is connected to the internet through some server that you don't know anything right, about. Right. You don't have any control over. Anyone can hack it. Anyone can like look through the little bear eyes at <laughs> you or whatever, right? Or can, can like start whispering stuff to your kid at night, like, oh, you're transgender. I, yeah, I mean, and it sounds silly, but it's true, right? I mean, he didn't say transgender because that wasn't a thing until recently. But, but he was warning about the Internet of Things. But this is a step further. I mean, these are some, we have friends who have stuff hooked up, right? They can get on the computer and they can see what's going on in their house. They have all, all these right, monitor right. things. I'm kind of like, well, one, if somebody's robbing your house and you're sitting here at the office, there's not much you can do. And police don't respond to crime right. anymore anyway. Now, if he was painting some kind of, you know, um, anti-trans symbol or something like that, they'd probably arrest him right away. What's they'd the anti-trans send, symbol? Well, I don't know. But, oh, okay. but if he was painting it, they'd send the whole SWAT team. But if a crime was being committed. But anyway, so I have long been skeptical about skeptical of this whole smart home inter- interactive. Anything that's prefaced by the word smart, I don't care what it is, is always a disaster. Exactly. A yeah, well, it's bad. Smart energy, smart voting, smart okay. everything else. It means it's a real screw job. So here is this guy again. He do, he doesn't do anything, and and I would submit that maybe it was a glitch. Maybe somebody didn't like him. Who knows? Maybe the Amazon driver didn't like him. Um, but but somebody filed a complaint saying he made a racist comment, which he did not, and they shut off without any warning or explanation all of his smart stuff. Here, let's play. And this is this Lewis Rossman YouTuber guy talking about this again. If we could play the Amazon soundbite number two. I think it is paramount that the infrastructure in your home be as sovereign as possible. Do not have your light switches or your radios or anything else in your home connecting to other people's servers to get permission to turn on. That is a mess waiting to happen. Because again, all it takes is an Amazon delivery driver who's having a bad day to literally ruin your home. An unfounded accusation of racism means that infrastructure inside your home can stop working. This is the problem when you give too much control to one company, and particularly when that control that you're giving is your devices inside of your home connecting to their servers. You could literally be in a situation where somebody making an unfounded, untrue, demonstrably proven untrue accusation of racism against you causes your internal home infrastructure to stop working. That's fucking insane. And I apologize for the language, but he's right. <laughs> you know, it is insane. I mean, and while this is going on, meanwhile, Jeff Bezos and his newly uh, engaged their fiance are traveling the world in the, the world's second largest yacht. Right. So, but, but very carbon neutrally. Yeah. Well, they're carbon neutral. And I, I bet you he's not connected to everything. So let's just back up so, again. I just think this is really important because we saw last summer with Excel, right? Now you have to have a smart meter. Um, so they can yeah, tell when you're using. Yes, exactly. Smart meter. Smart meter. Smart screw meter. Yeah, yeah, they should change it. Not smart meter, the screw you meter, the screw you home system. Um, but but there were people complaining because they were turning off that the smart meter from Excel was turning off their air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, well, what do you mean? And Excel's like, we're using too much air. Mm-hmm. This is their whole thing. This is why President Obama is talking about digital fingerprints. Now, what's smart the, fingerprints. Smart. I mean, this is this new thing he made up. He, they want to track. They want to maintain and follow digital 
you know, fingerprints, like they can't already, um, so that they can track people. And the reason they need to watch our digital fingerprints is to make sure we're not spreading misinformation. Yeah. Misinformation might be respreading. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that COVID vaccines don't work, right? Maybe that the Russia hoax was a hoax, right? I mean, you go through all of the things. Anything Obama recommends is a really bad idea. But here's the thing. What they're doing is they're grooming us the yeah. same way yeah. that, that sex sexual predators groom that's children. what obama he, he he's a he's a groomer and a predator yeah and we're the prey guys yeah. he's a groomer and a predator and yeah that's a very good judge and, and we are the prey so he's grooming us they've groomed us already because they've got us all hooked into these devices that the smart devices so you've got your doorbell you've got your little cameras all over you can watch your pet when it's at home and you say oh that's cute the dog's watching tv but keep in mind that's all going through someone else's server who can then access it the other day i had a problem with my computer so we have actually this is you know they didn't pay me for this, but the Best Buy Geek Squad is pretty darn good. So you can call them up and they can take remote control of your computer. And I was actually astonished. Yeah. She could do All of a sudden they're watching porn. I go, oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, it was, he just took it over, right? But the thing is, he can do that. And whoever's on the Best Buy server can do that, right? Right. I mean, just kind of operate in this good faith that people will, that they, they will not do it. Well, of course they're going to do it. And I think it's just, we need to be careful because they've got us hooked up or hooked into and addicted to all of these easy devices. They've got us, um, they're trampling all over the place on misinformation. They're, you know, misinformation is the new terrorism, right? People spreading misinformation. Now Obama saying we need to, we need to be able to track people's digital fingerprints, which they can do. He's just grooming us to make us think that it's okay that they do. This isn't just Twitter censoring you or taking your tweet down or Facebook putting you in Facebook jail, right? This is President Obama, who I think is behind every bad every thing. Every evil, yeah, evil thing going on, telling us that we need to be letting our digital fingerprints be tracked for our own good. Our own good. That's for us. Leah says, yes, the yacht was so big they had to disassemble a bridge to get it in the ocean. <laughs> Actually, they didn't disassemble a bridge. They got such grief about it that they hauled the, the yacht out of the water and, and took it down the road and then Flashed it into the water at some <laughs> enormous cost. Because the people were protesting from Sandra. That's really scary since I have Eufy cameras. I'm not sure what that is. Dang, I don't use the audio. But, and then Jim Jackson, husband whispers to wife, what's for dinner? Why are you whispering? They are listening. She laughed. <laughs> Siri laughed and Alexa laughed. <laughs> um, oh, thank you for the correction. Well, that's true. I mean, I'm sure you guys have had this experience too, where you say something. Um, every so often we'll have our caller, Shirley will call us, right? Right, right? And my phone, Siri goes, can I help you? And it's like, no, shut up. So, you know, to to think that... They will not, they being the progressive left, the deep state, the unit party, to think that they will not use this internet of things for evil is foolish on our part. Uh, and I do think that's one that that is, you know, you talk about, you know, we've had Wayne Allen Rudon talking about companies to boycott, you uh, know, and companies to boycott. boycott. Yeah. Well, he talks about ones you can support. Right, right. I think that. This is, to me, it seems like one of those easy things. I, I don't know. I don't know why you need to have your doorbell talking to Amazon drivers in the first place. 
you know, um, I mean, the Amazon drivers don't really talk to you, right? Um, so I don't, I don't know why your doorbell needs. Because what, what is the doorbell going to say? Can I help you? I mean, what if the guy rattles off this lengthy thing and says, "I need a signature for an adult," right? What's uh, or he says, you know, help, help. Um. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Um, so I just think that's one area we need to be careful of. Um, and then Leo says, and you don't think they can control your EV so you can only drive an even numbered or odd number days or how many uh, miles you're allowed to drive? Exactly, Leo. I mean, they already have all those tracking devices. We already know the OnStar system can turn your car off if somebody steals it. And you're absolutely right. What if they see you? And I'm not joking here. What if they see you heading in the direction of, say, the Capitol on January 6th? What if they see you heading to a pro-life rally, right? What's to stop them? And the answer is nothing is to stop them from just turning things off, right? right and right. again, and they don't have to give you an explanation. How I mean, if you could, how hard, that would be hard to prove really without the emails and things like right, that. Right. So I just think that Amazon story, um, I just wanted to go over, it's, it's just like a real warning yeah. because we're so connected with all kinds of other things. Um, from Jim, Digital Footprint gives um, 87 new IRS agents. Yeah, exactly. A good head start to squash dissent. Well, and you know, that's the thing. It's, it's one thing, you know, again, I don't trust law enforcement that much anymore. That's kind of one thing. And theoretically they need subpoenas, but now we're realizing that the government is buying data. So what's to prevent the government from buying the data because they sell it Keep in mind, with all of this high-tech stuff, you are the product. the product. You're not the consumer, right? There's a reason. There was a story I read about in Germany. They have all their smart TVs. And there was a company that was watching people, because yeah, they right. could do that through the cameras, right. watching people watching TV yeah. to see what the they responded to. Yeah. Exactly, right? You're the consumer. And now with AI, can you imagine how insane as the AI develops that's mm-hmm. going to be? So- I, you know, again, my daughter and all her friends, it is kind of funny. They tape, you know, yeah. they tape that. Um, but it, it is, I just think we need to be careful, I guess. That's just what I wanted to talk a little bit about today, because there is a convenience. But keep in mind, you know, freedom, freedom is not necessarily something that you can always count on. Like that guy find out, found out. Charlene says, remember McCarthy said the first thing. You would cut the eighty-seven thousand eggs. Oh, that didn't happen. Right, no, they didn't cut one. As I understand it, right? They didn't cut. They didn't cut any. Well, they they funneled around. They funneled the funny the, money. The, and... the funny money, exactly. Well, and that kind of leads us then into. And you guys, if you want to comment on that or call on that, go ahead. We can go back to it. But that leads me into the second thing I wanted to talk about, um, and that is sort of a good news. I don't want to say bad news, but good news, no news kind of scenario. You know, the, the House committees are continuing to do, make progress on the Joe Biden investigation. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I don't know if it's going to get big enough that the corporate, the corrupt media is going to be forced to cover it, but they are still doing the work. Um, And Marjorie Taylor Greene and Andy Biggs were on Maria Bartiromo over this weekend and talked about, you know, again, we're not talking just 10 million anymore. We're talking 30 million. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, did you read some of that stuff? Uh So what, I mean, what do you make of that? You know, I think she has a good point. I'm, sometimes she's crazy, but and she's gone to establishment, but but I think she has a good point. In what? In the fact that that Biden is running just about everything, um, and it's scary. It's scary. How they're doing it. If we could please play. So this is Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about the evidence that they're uncovering. If we could play the Marjorie evidence soundbite, please. American people are, and as far as as evidence, we have evidence. We have bank records 
tons of them that show the Biden family, Hunter, uh, all kinds of family members, even grandchildren being paid millions and millions of dollars from all these foreign countries that we know they have no business to prove that they're producing a product or a service to be making all this money. Hunter Biden is a crackhead. His evidence that we have on him showing all of his prostitutes uh, coming from Ukraine, coming from Russia, um, this shows that this man was only purely profiting by his hunter, by his father's powerful positions. Joe Biden absolutely should be impeached. But I got to tell you, Maria, so should Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray is no dummy. He, he has quite a law career. He comes from a, a very uh, respected firm, King and Spalding, uh, here in Georgia. This is a man that knows exactly what he's doing, and he's using the power of the FBI director's position to protect and hide the crimes from the American people. These are unclassified forms. Everyone should be outraged. I'm demanding impeachment. Um, I'm with the American people, and it, it doesn't bother me that the conference is not there yet. I think it's the right thing to do. So th- the bad news there is that the conference isn't there yet. Like, what would it take? You know, I mean, what would it what Well, would it, take? it might it might take a, a, a phone call um, to uh, Ukraine in which he said, you know, Watch out for corruption. Now that would have that's <laughs> that's subject to impeachment. I mean, here's the thing. So I wanted to talk a little bit about once again, weaselly, whiny Republicans, right? Um, you know, Lauren Boebert, I'll give her credit. She's filing articles of impeachment over the border crisis because that's important. Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to impeach Ray and Biden, but but that does nothing. And we already know it doesn't really do anything, even if they impeach him, right? Well, uh, you know, I think the person they ought to, well, you can bring all the evidence as part of the impeachment. Yeah. Um, and so that's good. Uh, but I think you first start with Merritt Garland. I mean, that's the one who ought to be first because you can bring all the things he's done and, and really flesh him out. But here's one thing that somebody else was talking about, and I had frankly never heard of this. They, this other was suggesting that they use something called the Holman rule, H-O-L-M-A-N. Apparently, again, at least we can take a page from history. It was like, you know, 1911 or something like that is when it came up. So it's ancient, apparently never really been used, but it apparently allows Congress to cut the salaries of specific people in government or funding for specific programs that's already been appropriated. So we don't have to worry about the spending cuts and the debt ceiling and the budget and things like that. They can go in using this Holman rule. And that's what I would do. I mean, why can't they do that? Right. Because you'd pass the Holman thing and then it'd go to the Senate and it would die. Okay. But why can't they try? I guess that's my thing. Because, because it doesn't do you any good. Yeah, you could do it, but unless you can get a vote in the Senate, or you can attach it to an appropriations bill, but they're not for another well, year. Well, here's then my bigger question is, why wouldn't the Senate want to do it, right? Because why, the Democrats. I, why would, well, I mean. Controlled by the Democrats. So again, and ask the question, why would the Democrats not because want to stop in on corruption? The, well, because I know, they're part of the corruption. But I mean, by, by simply, though, pushing this, you can ask the question. I mean, I think we got to be careful not to let ourselves get discouraged and just give up, right? I mean, I think they should try it. I I think they should push it. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene or somebody, Lauren Boebert, somebody there should hold some kind of news conference that none of the corporate media would cover, of course, and explain, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to introduce a bill that would say, we're going to cut Christopher Ray's salary. We're going to cut Merrick Garland's salary. We're going to cut the salaries to zero. Apparently under this rule, they can cut them to zero. We're going to stop 
paying them until they hand us over the information. This came up because the FBI once again is hand, refusing to you hand over. You know how much Christopher Ray was making at King and Spalding? You're being negative. I understand that. Well, do you know? No, a lot, I imagine. $7 million a year. Right. So, so they probably, cut 100000 $200,000 Well, maybe salary. it was a savings. <laughs> well, then cut it of us. I mean, <laughs> I guess you can't do nothing, right? I'm tired of the Republicans just talking. I'm tired of them, you know, saying, oh, it's lawfare. There's nothing we can do. You can do that, right? And I guess this this would certainly at least get their attention. And then you go through the evidence and they don't, you know, ask somebody, make them explain. Why don't you, why are you against this? Why would you not want to stop the funding? Why would you not want to stop the funding for the FBI program that's targeting parents and Christians, right? Because Democrats hate parents and Christians. Well, I understand why they don't want to, but I, you know, so you don't think it's even worth a shot. You can do it to show you're doing something, but, but if you're talking about actually getting something done, they will not do anything. What would, what would happen? What would, what would do something would, to do? No, no. When you don't control, when we controlled all three, all three houses, the presidency, the House and the Senate, we couldn't even get a bill for three and a half years that funded anything for the border wall. And finally, $10 billion, uh, which we didn't complete. I mean, while we send hundreds of billions. Ukraine. Well, at the very least, this from Charlene, Republican Congress won't even vote against raising the debt ceiling. Shadow government controls Congress. They allow a few off the reservation from time to time. Yeah, they won't even investigate or censor Schiff. Yeah, but I think maybe at the very least, you could do it. And once again, it exposes people, right? I mean, these are the kind of things a censoring, censoring of Schiff exposes people. And I think that's one of the great gifts that Donald Trump's presidency gave us was exposing the rhinos, exposing the traitors. Um, and you, I mean, I don't know. To me, you got to start somewhere. Um, and I wish that they would start there. But we could do more on this because I, I want to. Th- this is Andy Biggs. This is his opinion of how big this is. And I kind of disagree. And I want to see what you think and what are, are you guys think too. So if we could please play the Biggs soundbite. I believe this is the biggest political scandal in the history of the country. You've got a vice president Mm -hmm. conducting illegal uh, activity, and then you have the the DOJ protecting him. Well, of course, it is the biggest political scandal any of us have ever seen. I would disagree with that. I would say I could get two more off the top of my head that are bigger. The deep state targeting of Donald Trump and his presidency, his candidacy and his presidency, and then COVID the whole COVID hoax, right? I mean, people may say, well, that's not political. It certainly was political. It was designed to see how far they could push us and how far well, we would we've never it. have a vice president or a president, maybe Colfax, he was a vice president, engaged in some bribery, I think. But, but you know, $30 million. And, and you know, the Biden said, they looked at the Clintons and watched them going around the world just making a fortune. And they said, well, we can do the same thing. Forget that stupid charity deal. Um, and we can make hundreds of millions or tens of millions. And they did. And, and it's just, it's just, and the fact that it's not covered by the mainstream media and the mainstream media is really not media anymore. It's just part of the government. Right. Right. Well, so, yeah, I mean, I think if they did hold impeachment hearings to get this evidence out, they would not, no one would ever do anything about it. I mean, I think that ties into Blinken was in China and what he said that, you know, you guys can invade Taiwan if you want. No, he said, we do not support the independence of Taiwan. Which has been the traditional American yeah. policy, but the fact that he looks so craven doing it. <laughs> well, it's the Biden's made, right? Yeah. Much money. Okay, so you you would you would call this right up there with the biggest political scandal. Yes, yes. Except is it a, you know, when a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it 
Yeah. Well, from Jim, Democrats are evil, but rhinos are worse. I agree. Um, when the Republicans were controlling all three branches, the Republicans were afraid that Russiagate was really true. And many of the congressmen, including Paul Ryan, retired. You can't fix stupid. I think some of them are stupid. Some of them knew. I, I, I think, you know, pretty much I think a lot of people knew what was going on there. Um, they didn't and, care. I mean, and, and they didn't care. Well, okay, and then there's one more soundbite with Marjorie Taylor Greene that we could talk about, um, where she kind of, again, talks about some of this evidence um, that they're going to be, that they're pursuing. She says, we're getting bank records, we're getting new information. If we could please play Marjorie on impeach. Well, we subpoenaed more bank records last Friday, and while we're waiting for those, we're expecting to see tens of millions of dollars exposed that went to the Biden family. But the shocking part is, Maria, that we have the FBI director, Christopher Wray, that refused to hand over an unclassified form, the 1023, to our oversight committee that Andy Biggs and I both sit on under Chairman Comer. The other shocking part is that not only did he force us to read this unclassified form in a skiff, he redacted not only names, which is actually more understandable, but he redacted the most important part of information on there is that there was 17 audio recordings, 15 of Hunter, two of Joe Biden himself about Joe Biden taking a $5 million bribe. How dare Christopher Ray have the audacity to hide this information for his boss, Joe Biden? This is this is purely uh, protecting crimes. He's hiding crimes. The president of the United States committed when he was vice president. And that's where that's where we stand right now. Now, what do you make of that? Well, I think it's all true. Um, you kind of wonder, um, let's see, Biden would file tax returns in Delaware, so he couldn't do it there. Is there some state you could bring uh, the charges against Biden in uh, for taking millions and millions in? Maybe some of the corporations they used are incorporated in other places and stuff. You know, I wish I would try because the more we're learning about this whole Donald Trump archives mm -hmm. thing, it appears that the National Archives folks, that this was a conspiracy going back then, right? right. right? That right. they basically dumped all these documents, like literally on the driveway right. and, and told Trump, come get them. Right. right. So he had to get him. Yeah. Then then they waited a couple of years and then started asking him for some. Mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden, boom, raid his house. And I mean, from what we're seeing, that apparently was set up before Trump ever walked, left the White House, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, for years. so I don't see why the Republicans can't be looking around trying they're to killing. find some place that they can file a lawsuit again against the Bidens. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, and I think from Charlene, I think she kind of agrees with me. Um, the ones in Congress who hide should be exposed. Thomas Massey forced the shadow government to train new water boys. And then from Jacob, Christopher Ray defended Governor Christie on the Bridgegate case. Then Christie recommended Ray to Trump for FBI director. Exactly. So uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene to fund the henchmen, the, the DOJ FBI agencies. That's what I, I mean, again, I think they should use this Holman rule. Um and at least make people vote on it. Let them call out and let somebody explain why they think Christopher Ray should not face any kind of consequences for just refusing to hand documents over. 
And the fact that they redacted those audio tapes, I mean, think of the big deal they're making, saying it's the smoking gun for Donald Trump talking about some document. I could have declassified it, but I didn't, whatever that meant, right? And I'm sure it wasn't, we aren't hearing it in context. But that's one little tape that some person made. They have these, the FBI has well, made these no, tapes. There's no saying the FBI has the tapes. Um, they said that the Burisma executive had tapes that that he had for insurance policy. He didn't say those tapes had been turned over to the FBI. They redacted the fact that those tapes yeah, existed. Yeah, existed, right. Right, yeah. and the only reason they knew was because of whistleblowers. And that's another reason why the FBI is cracking down so gosh darn hard on the whistleblowers because right. they're hiding everything else, you know? Right. Um, they haven't ruled, yeah, they haven't, oh wait, this is C from Jacob. I think this is, this. I sent this over before, but it's funny, FBI following Biden's instructions. And from Charlene, they haven't ruled Ray and contempt yet and arrested him well you know again it they, doesn't matter they held holder in contempt and and nothing happened because the democrats controlled and then it wasn't enforced when when uh, trump came into power well and this has happened with ray too though so they threatened to hold him in contempt and then he says okay okay and he sends it over but then like they find out he redacts everything and he leaves stuff out until you have grass they said well you know i read it so i know it's there right and so they said okay and then they send it over so Ray plays those games. He pretends like he's going to cooperate, and then he doesn't cooperate. Um, I had another thing that Ray stopped them from indicting all of Trump's uh, oh. other, other people, which is kind of amazing. Right. Well, no, I mean, exactly. So, um, and I think that's the trouble we face, which, again, is why, you know, we are up against not just the, the Democrats in the deep state, but we're, we're against the, the uniparty, you know, the Republican members who are part of the uniparty, too. Um and, you know, they're not going to hand it over and they're not going to do anything. So I, that's why I do think at least forcing a vote would would go ahead and push it. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else you want to say on that or should we move on? We should move on. Um, okay. What do you want to move on to? I, I want to move on to one that, you know, I kind of talked to you before. Um, Joe Rogan has recently had uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. on his program. Um, and maybe the next show we'll have it. But he kind of said, you know, Robert, I... Always thought of you as kind of a crackpot. I mean, I have no reason particularly why, but that you were some kind of silly anti-vaxxer and you're kind of kind of crazy. I don't know all the drugs did to you or something. Um, and so then he met him in Aspen. They were both walking down the street and he saw him. And so then he read his book and he said, well, your book makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and he'd had a guy named Peter Holtz um, on the show. who's a leading pro-vaccine guy. And pro-COVID vaccine. Uh, Pro-COVID, very much. He's he's going to write a book coming out in the next few days saying the failure uh, to take the Omicron one and all the other super ones costs 200,000 lives, which is comical. I mean, and no no one even believes that. In in fact, what a a new Cleveland study found out that not only were the the more vaccinated you were, the more likely you were to get COVID, the more likely you were to end up in a hospital with COVID too. So, I mean, so then Rogan uh, said, I'll offer a hundred thousand dollars to your favorite charity uh, for you to debate Robert Kennedy. And another one billionaire said, no, I'll add another 150. So up to a, it's about a million now, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's up to a million, but, um, and this little Weasley bow tied guy said, no, no, no. I'm, I'm willing to come on Rogan's show and explain things to him, but I can't possibly, uh, Debate him because then it would become a Jerry Springer show. And we can't we can't debate science. We no, don't no, debate yeah, science. No, no, you just put out peer reviewed papers. No, no debating 
a key turnaround. And it's similar with Galileo, right? You know, no, we can't <laughs> debate that <laughs> stuff. That's right, that the world is, there's no, there's there's no, no debate. debate. The world is flat. And we will flat. thank you for saying. you. are lucky to be hanging. <laughs> and we're like it's it burned you alive. Um, and, and why is that with all the science? Climate science. No, no, there is no debate. Global warming is, the consensus is here. Right. No debate allowed. And, and COVID debunked. And so I kind of went back and went, well, how crazy is Robert Kennedy? And I haven't read his book, which is supposed to be unbelievably depressing. And Robert Kennedy analysis is incredibly depressing about about the you know medical establishment and what they've done to people during AIDS, during all these things. But I'm going to go buy it and read it and so forth. But but it's funny to watch. Uh, and then Mark Cuban, who, who he's gone know, crazy apparently. It yeah, seems well, like. you know, yeah. Um, he's saying, well, no, no, I support. You know, figure out not having debate because, and then, and then you and know, no one asking him anyway. No one is because oh. he just, you know, he's just a he's blowhard, like, right? Um, and so they, uh, they, they've, they've just gone bazonkos on it, and I, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger ones. So, uh, you know, I've never been against vaccines in, in particular. I was against the COVID vaccination because I saw, you know, they were lying to us. You know, it didn't right. do you any good, and so what. Now I've got to go read back the book, see if, and you've always been more anti-vaccine um, than I have been. But his basic thing is mercury in, in these vaccinations causes autism. And well, you think, yeah, mercury in general is not good to be sticking in your body. Yeah. Hey, I don't know, Peg, if you wanted to come on or just if anybody wants to come on, feel free to unmute yourself or turn your camera on too. Um, let's see, let me read some of the comments and we could go. So Jordan Peterson interviewed RFK was interesting from Jacob Cuban's mad than the Nuggets one. Um, Charlene says RFK is great. Um, Sandra says weasel is a good word for the P- POS. How do you say his name? Holtz? I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not a vaccine exactly, Jacob. It's a protein booster. And Charlene says, yes, RFK knows. Well, you know, I, I, I told this story a little bit before. We did not um, get the vaccine. Rev did not get the vaccine. And this was way back when we had just Julie McAllen from Cynogenic said we'd all had it before the vaccine was even available. And she said, well, this is, in spite of all the hype, the, if, if this is just your regular kind of flu thing or, you know, goes the route, your body now has immunity. So you shouldn't need to get the vaccine. And she said, and then, you know, risk benefits. She said, there is no benefit to you getting the vaccine. And there is, a, we didn't even know how dangerous they were then, uh, but there's a slight risk as there is to any vaccine. So we decided not. And I can't tell you how glad I am. I had a conversation with the doctor the other day. He's like, did you get the vaccine? I'm like, no. And this was a doctor. And I won't say what, but in an establishment kind of thing, he goes, yeah, there are a lot of questions about that now. <laughs> I'm like, you think? And he goes, at the time, I thought they were coming out kind of fast with it. But, you know, you look at all the people who they made get the vaccine. Um, that, that no, they you- didn't. Pierre Trudeau, um, Justin Trudeau, right? Pierre's right. father. Justin Trudeau said he never forced anybody. And all those truckers are crazy. I mean, well, he didn't force them. Right. They could starve to death without a bank account. Right. But, and this is from Jacob. I bet that when the dust settles, we will find out the less than a third of the country took the vaccine. You know, I don't know. At the beginning, there was a lot. I mean, Rev had one of his favorite teachers got fired for not taking it. Yeah. There was a lot of pressure on people um, to take it. And and I I would go, I would agree with you on this, Jacob, that I bet when all the dust settles that more people did not take it than people think. And I, I mean, I know we were frequently offered, 
you know, fake vaccine cards. Um, and I won't tell you other people I know who had to travel. There's like a whole little industry where you could just, you know, sit in your lap. People got invited for it. And, right. And, and, but then a lot of people got, got the vaccine. I mean, so now when we back up and we realize that this was probably not, I mean, almost certainly manufactured on purpose in a U.S. government Fauci supported lab in Wuhan um, that Bill Gates is continuing to in spite of, oh, that gain of function. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. They do do that anymore. So this was something that our government created, let loose on us, then made pharmaceutical companies rich. The vaccine was the, they made more money on that than anything else oh, yeah. than ever, right? Yeah. As opposed to vaccines were kind of like a niche kind of not, you know. So so in cahoots with the pharmaceutical companies, let loose upon society, close things down, unless you were one of their preferred operations, close down churches, um, close down schools, made kids and all the rest of us wear masks, <clears throat> um, made people die alone, my my cousin is still mad. Her mom ended up dying um, alone, basically because of COVID, for absolutely no reason. All of that, and I think they just want us to, you know, go away. That's just misinformation. All of that stuff is just misinformation. Um, I don't know. This is that's the one thing I don't think they will ever let us get to the bottom of that. They're, that's that's too dangerous. There are too many people who have made too much money. But I am going to read Robert Kennedy Jr.'s book, and I have a feeling. That it will cause you to kind of, oh, my God, it's always been like this. I mean, the, the whole pharmaceutical industry, the whole vaccine industry has always been fraught. And we've always just gotten a PR thing. And then I read three of his relatives, including Kathleen Kennedy Townsend. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, you know, we love Robert, but he's so misinformed. And we must trust our doctors and our wonderful institutions. You kind of go, wait a minute. Who says it? You know anything. Right. You know anything. I, I mean, he studied an enormous amount. He may be wrong, you know, but you wouldn't know. Well, how about uh, debate? And then that's how you, you... Know, no debate. <laughs> and we must trust our institution. When, when is that coming? Right. To JFK go, we must trust the CIA. No, he knew the total garbage. <laughs> hey, we've got Sherry from Lakewood. Hey, Sherry, thank you for calling in. Hi. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. is fantastic. He He really does know his stuff. Um, because he's been fighting this for a long time. Autism right now is 1 in 36, but you are not allowed to say that vaccines have a damn thing to do with autism, even though if you look at how many vaccines they now pump in children and how the rate has gone up, you're not allowed to look at that. You're not allowed to say that. So um, it's a shame. There's a really good guy also from Boulder, Colorado, uh, Dell Bigtree, and he does amazing, amazing shows. Um, and it, it, he's really worth your time to watch. Um, going back on a couple other things that you guys were talking about, um, as far as politicians go, I love Lauren Boebert. I really do. But she gets a salary of $175,000 a year, and she's now worth $41 million. They are all crooks. And yeah. the reason they don't do anything and the reason they don't say anything is because they're making a lot of money. Now, maybe there's films there that old Epstein took of different things going on. Maybe their families are threatened, so you can just live a really nice life. But every one of those politicians and their families should be audited yeah. here. Yeah. So that well, way I- you know what, who is paying them. 
who's paying them all this money because their interest is not in the people. Biden isn't going to get impeached because Kamala isn't, she could be vice president, but she'll never make it as president because of her citizenship issues. And then that would make McCarthy president. And that isn't going to happen. So they're never going to impeach Biden, no matter no. Well, they could impeach him, but he'd never be convicted. He yeah, he wouldn't. It, yeah, right. and, and, and he's two thirds of the Senate, and there are enough traitors Republicans. Remember the twenty that that all said they shouldn't uh, censure Skiff shift. I mean, you know, there's always always traitors Republicans. No well, um, Sherry Charlene is asking, how is Lauren worth forty one million? I have not seen that. Have you, but you've seen that. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Hang on here a second. Uh, financial declo- disclosure. I think it was Forbes. Um, okay. Actually, it was Forbes, twenty twenty two, April fifth, twenty twenty two. Her net worth is forty one million. Now it might have changed from then, but that was the article that I'm referring to. And okay. She she's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. She right. clicks all the right things. But when you look at her history, this was uh pregnant teenager married the dad she had four kids they did not have money they no, struggled no. they, no, they, they had they had a, a bankrupt shooter's bar right uh, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. down. that'd be worth looking well yeah. you know again it's hard to trace because of all the, the 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 way that you can donate money hey sherry listen now you've given us all kinds of stuff you have to investigate again thank you one, <laughs> one last thing i want to tell you you do not have to have a smart meter you can say no you just say no. Even though they tell you, uh, my experience is they didn't charge me more, and they don't have to come in my yard to read it. Um, that's what they threaten you with. I, it hasn't happened yet, but you just tell them no. I don't want okay. it. I, okay. Too late for us. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, again, here's where you got to. That's why a lot of the stuff, guys, I like to bring up to pay attention. I didn't realize they were doing it, right? I mean, I don't read the Excel things that come in the bill, right? So, right. so you're right. Yeah, so it's yeah. too late for us. But yeah, that's good to know if if it if they haven't taken over your house yet. Hey, Sherry, thank you so much. Uh huh. Bye bye. Bye. Um, Very informing. <laughs> yeah, really. You know, a, a lot of comments about doctors. Um. Um, yeah, Charlene says, thank you for the information. Resist with no. Exactly, Charlene. Um, you know what? I think, again, what happened with the whole COVID thing was um, just so evil in so many ways. And, you know, Michael Tao, um, although I don't totally agree with him on this, he doesn't even think, he thinks it's even worse. He doesn't think there was ever anything. He points out no one has ever actually seen the COVID virus, right? They just, they just like um, hypothesized it from fragments of stuff, right? right. And that no one's ever actually seen it. Um, and, and he's, he, he thinks the whole thing was just, it was just regular flu or regular whatever. And they just, everything got called that. Remember, like if you had a heart attack or died in a motorcycle accident, you died from COVID, right? Um Okay, so this is from Jacob from Newsweek. The claim appears to have come from the website caknowledge.com, which, among other estimates, states that she owns five real estate problem, pro, a bunch of property. Um, huh. Newsweek was unable to find any verifiable information that corroborates the claims, and they didn't cite it. So, all right, well, we'll look into that. We'll look into that. And for Charlene, maybe a COVID was a Trojan horse. Um, and, and well, I think that the. Good thing about COVID is I think that it resulted in a massive um, distrust of institutions that previously people had not really thought about very much, right? Well, yeah, but the, the problem now is 
there's nothing we can trust. It's not like, okay, well, we can't trust the FBI, but we can trust the CIA. No. No. Well, we can't trust the the Justice Department, but we can, at least we can trust the uh, Center for Disease Control. No. No. We can trust our voting machines. We can trust our voting machines. (laughs) You can trust our elected officials. You can't trust anybody or anything. You You can trust us and that's about it. Um, from Sandra, we can't trust our politicians. Exactly, exactly. Well, then speaking to that, Thomas, I'm going to skip, and we'll save it for later, the Brooks on leak or somebody, because that's something you wanted to talk about. But just for kind of fun, um, I wanted to play this. So apparently, again, and polls, I'm always kind of skeptical, but I think frequently you do see trends. And what does seem to be trending is since the indictment, Trump has Increased again. Yes. Right. Um, DeSantis continues to not only gain traction, but it appears to be losing ground. Yes. No, definitely. He's, right. he's down in, into the teens in the last couple of surveys I've seen. Right. And although nobody, everybody agrees that no one wants Biden to be president, the Democrats do. I mean, he and, you know, depending which poll you look at, Trump and Biden are kind of close. Well, Trump, um, surprisingly, Trump is ahead because I just looked at it uh, this morning. He had two and a half points, not 2.4 points, which is, you know, considering he was down to Biden all the time. And and that would indicate that there are some Democrats, because I think Democrats are like, yeah, Joe Biden shouldn't be president, but I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump. So so they're that. But the question remains, you were asking this in the show the other day. What is Mike Pence's lane? What is, you know, Mike Pence is running. He's sort of living in Iowa now. And and even the, the weaselly Chuck Todd asked him that question. And even Pence couldn't answer it. So if we could please play, and this is just funny, listen to it. If we could please play the Pence soundbite. Who is a Pence supporter? And how does it differentiate right now from a Trump supporter? If you are the Republican nominee, it means you're going to win over Trump supporters at some point. But right now they're not for you. How do you convince them? Because they because he's angry at you. They're angry at you. Well, look, I I, I think that um, the people around the country, as I've traveled the last two years, have um, have have um, in the main uh, very humbling views about me and my family. I mean, I've been stopped in airports and grocery stores and gas stations by Americans of every political persuasion uh, who thank me for my service to the country. How many more in MAGA hats? And particularly thank me for the stand that I took on that tragic day. But are people that wear MAGA hats doing that? Look, I I know the people in our movement, and uh, I, I can honestly tell you that they're some of the best people in this country. They love America, yeah. and they love our Constitution. And I have every confidence as we carry our campaign forward and we articulate not only the way we kept faith with the Constitution on one day, but our determination to lead our party on that broad conservative agenda that's delivered not just great victories for the Republican Party, but for the American people over the last 50 years. I have every confidence that this party will, will come together after a good and vigorous primary, yeah. and we'll deliver a great victory in 2024. Unless the nominee is Trump, of course, then we won't, then we won't. Hey, Charlene has raised her hand. Hey, Charlene, go ahead. Oh, I heard that the other 
the the other day, and that is some sleepy pence talk. I mean, that was so, that just put me to sleep. And you know, Chuck Todd. I mean, talk about dead airtime. It was like yeah. it, it was the word. He's not quick on his feet. I mean, he just cannot respond off the cuff. And you know, it reminds me. I think they're kind of pushing him now because. Um, uh, what's his name? DeSantis is tanking. And, uh, you know, I don't know if a backbone had s- some big fun last night on his talk show because they were talking about that event that, uh, uh, DeSantis had in, um, Nevada, that Basque event. And it's just a, an annual thing or a lot of people attend. And, and he just happened to be there and they were promoting him, but only about 80 people were at his, um, uh, Wow. Stage. I mean, they were like, they showed a long line of people trying to get into the event, but not to get to see him, just to get in for the food and entertainment and music, you know? And then I thought, well, they're all going to be at, at his stage when he talks. And then they show him at the stage and it, uh, there's only like maybe 60 to 80 people there. And the, and the applause is very smattering. Yeah, they don't applaud him when he comes out, and so then his, you know, his promoters, influencers, they get on Twitter and they say, right. "Oh, look at the long lines!" And <laughs> they were showing the line see? of people getting in to eat food at the event. They well, were not, it's not like to see see him at all. It's just DeSantis. They have no problem. Did you see they made a whole ad, an AI ad? It was an AI Trump. It wasn't even Trump. I mean, it wasn't even anything. They just had this AI thing with Trump saying and doing stuff, you know, that wasn't Trump. So they, they would have nothing there. Hey, and I'm glad Charlene, I thought, and I apologize or not. Um, I almost texted you the other day because Matt Dunn is back at 710 KNUS at Backbone Radio. So yeah, all- he's back and he's great. And he is, um, I want to say, I should be plugging this show, but I tell you, he is funny. He was so funny last night. He had all these great clips like y'all do. But anyway, humor, I think humor is the only way to deal with this. I mean, we just have to ride it out and, uh, and exactly. see what happens. Anyway, thank y'all exactly. for doing what okay. you do. All right. All right thank here's, you, Charlene. Here's some you- I spoke to a former liberal radio talk host. Who would that be? <laughs> Um, yesterday, he agreed that the far left and the far right wingers are bad, but the far right wingers are dangerous. I had I said to myself, um, the far left wingers want to cut on boys' testicles and women's breasts, but it's the far right that are dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're the dangerous ones. Well, you know, and the, the, when you say, "Well, what are we doing that's dangerous?" They can't tell us, right? They never can tell. So, you know, again, we do, and Charlene is right. You got to deal with it with humor. Um, you know, although, like I said, watch your smartphones. And I'll go look into. I wonder if having turned on. Well, letting Excel give me a smart meter if I can if I can opt out. I'm guessing Once not. In for a penny, in for a pound. Well, I can, yeah. And then all of a sudden the IRS agents show up on yeah. our step, right? <laughs> They're cutting the water lines. Yeah. That's not funny, actually. That could happen. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We're going to have on Wednesday. I'm really looking forward to this. I don't know if you guys heard about this town in Michigan. They were woke, guys. They were great. They were woke, woke, woke. They were protecting their Muslim neighbors. And to make a long story short, they now have a totally Muslim city council. Okay, and they've all been patting themselves on the back at how woke and wonderful they are with that. Well, the woke Muslim or the unwoke Muslim City Council voted to have no gay pride flags anywhere, anywhere on city property. And they're like, what? How can this be happening? And so we're going to have Robert Spencer on on Wednesday. On where you can elect your. (laughs) 
Can we do that in Denver rather than the wackos we've got and Johnson and all that? Um, yeah, and, and you know, it's one of those be careful what you wish for. And also, um, Durham, I think, is testifying tomorrow. Um, so hopefully they'll, I think the conservative treehouse has a whole list of questions that they need to ask. Not which will be asked. No, then which will be asked. Hey, but that'll do it for us. Yay. Yep. Hope everybody out there had, Chuck had a wonderful U.S. Open Father's Day. I did. I did. And a Denver boy won. Uh, yeah. Which is great. He went to school with uh, Christian McCaffrey at Valor Christians. It's very exciting stuff. Happy Father's Day belated to everybody out there. Um, And we will see you all on Wednesday. Take care.